Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie, it's you, Jamie. Don't be alarmed, but I think there's a guy following you. Maybe we should get that guard dog we talked about? Nothing too scary, maybe like a Bichon with an attitude? You know, Progressive's collision insurance covers injured dogs and cats at no extra cost, so... Wait, the guy stood up when I stood up. He's on the phone. He's looking right at me. Oh, wait, it's just my reflection. Don't tell anyone about this. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Pet coverage not available in New Hampshire and North Carolina. Welcome to Postcast tonight on Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Jazz wind 104.99. David Locke along with Ron Boone. And, well, this would be the night that Rudy got going. And Rudy always finds a funny way to get some motivation in games. Alex Len was the fifth pick of the draft in which Rudy was 29th. Rudy, frankly, probably would like an extension. There's probably a lot of reasons why Rudy approached this as something more than a preseason game. So you think he was thinking I should have been picked higher or I should have been picked in front of of, of Lynn. Uh, whatever the case, he was able to catch the basketball in the paint tonight. And how about the free throws? He only missed one free throw, 13 for 14. He's never had a night like that. So interestingly enough on him catching the ball in the paint, he has gotten open more in the first two games, much more than we've ever seen him before. We've also heard the stories of Boris showing him things at practice. Is there something that Rudy has learned on how to make himself available to passes that he was not able to do previously? Big men are taught, and, and, and Quinn has, has talked to him, pick and roll, especially when it's low like that, you're rolling to the basket, you roll to the front part of the rim. Rudy's problems over the years that he's been here anyway is, is catching the basketball in traffic and being able to hold on to it. Uh, he's, he was able to catch the basketball in traffic tonight. He got fouled, even though he did lose a few. But he had many more opportunities tonight, strictly because of the pick and roll. Now, was their pick and roll a little soft? I thought it was. At, at times, they did a lot of uh, trailing over the top of those of the pick and roll because they know they want to switch. But you know, some, sometimes when you're switching, you 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 end up with a mismatch, and that's what Rudy was ending up with. Okay, this might be too simple, but the way I saw things and I'm beginning to see things with Rudy, is Rudy is so long and so tall that when France, when he played in that league, you know they could just throw it up to the rim. What I'm noticing him is doing a better job with depending on what the defense is, how he leaves that pick. So he's doing a better job of making contact. That's a huge focus on them this year to actually set better picks. But then I've noticed if they're switching, he takes... He understands what the switch is and leaves that guy in his backside, leaving himself open for the pass. If they're not switching, I've seen him actually alter his route to the basket in a manner so that then he's pinning the guy in a way. He used to just kind of run to the rim. It seems to me he's doing different things to get himself available. Well, I think Quinn has screamed at him enough now that he's starting to get it because uh, you're absolutely right. Catching the ball up above the rim, you, we watch practice, and when he rolls to the basket, he, he's putting his hand up in the air because that's where he wants guys to throw it. You know, there's guys in this league just as tall as he is, and that's, so it's not going to be there. Uh, I'd like to see him get down a little lower and catch the basketball and, 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 you know, hold on to it. You know, explode to the basket. And then you get a chance to get 14 free throws in, in, in a game. So he's obviously he's learning. Uh, but I think Quinn is screaming at him enough to where he, he, he's going to get it sooner or later. Dante Exum got the start tonight without Rodney Hood, and in the first half of the game he played. In the second half he did not play. He hyperextended his left knee, and they kept him out for precautionary issues. That is the same knee that was operated on. He looked much, again, against a much softer team defensively, but he looked much better and had an impact on the game 
uh, in that first half when we saw the night before. Yeah, his movement was better. Uh, and, and, again, the confidence is going to be everything with him, from shooting the basketball to trusting that knee uh, to, uh, you know, being in the right spots at the right time. I mean, he's, he's got a lot of catching up to do, and, and I thought he was on his way here tonight. So, hopefully, you know, the knee is just fine and he won't miss too much time and can, can continue to improve. The other one tonight was just so subtly, Gordon Hayward just goes 6 of 9, grabs a few rebounds, has two steals, drops 15 points in 22 minutes. Very matter-of-factly solid again tonight. Well, and, and we saw it with George Hill there as well. It was like, okay, these two guys thinking, okay, we better try to turn this on. You know, we we shouldn't. this team shouldn't be close to us and, you know, that type of thing. And, and I'm not looking that good out there on the floor. So both of those guys, Gordon in particular, ended up with 6 for 9, as you just mentioned, in the 15 points. But just turn it on when they get ready. Our post-game guest was Trey Lyles. He had 16 points and 7 rebounds. What did you see out of him? Uh, Trey, I think I like what I see out of him, especially coming off the bench, because, you know, he, he, like Reverend Knight for um, for Phoenix, he's going to come off, come off the bench, and he's thinking scoring. And I think Trey... The fact that he's coming off the bench as a power forward, as a stretch four, it's going to give the opponents a different look as far as the three-point shooting and, and his ability to, to handle the ball and, and, and do some things. The great Al McCoy saying goodbye to Booney yeah. over here. Uh, can he be Ryan Anderson? I think he could be better than Ryan Anderson because I don't. I never see Ryan Anderson put the ball on the floor uh, and and pass off the dribble. He does a lot of spotting up. He's good around the basket, but I think in the long run he could probably be better than Ryan Anderson. Maybe not as great of a shooter or as consistent of a shooter, but I think all around he could probably be as as, as good or better than Ryan Anderson. Well, the Jazz tonight. The one thing they did not do again is shoot a lot of threes. They only shot 16. We'll see whether that improves as the season develops. The big three shot of the night was, of course, Connor Gillespie, and we'll leave that little quick note at the end of our postcast as it's an even year and the Giants advance. Jazz, John, the Jazz win tonight, 104-99. That is postcast.